So what I told you is true, from a certain point of view. Hello there! Welcome to A Certain Point of View. I'm Michael. I'm Ben. And this is a Star Wars podcast. Dude, how's it going? It's going good. It's going good. It's podcast day. It's been a bit of a roller coaster week for Star Wars fans, I would say. I feel like that's just our motto for every week. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit of a roller coaster being a Star Wars fan. It really is. 2020. It really is. Lots of hit and miss. Yeah. Lots of things change daily. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's still We're still Star Wars fans, and we always exactly. have that universe we can go back to, even when things suck. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, dude, how's your week been? It's been really good. It's been really, really good. I've been kind of... Just enjoying some of the um, some of the Star Wars stuff. Obviously, working. I've been. Um, I watched uh, some more Clone Wars actually, just for fun. So did I. Re- I've been rewatching some. Um, yeah, you're you're at an interesting point in Clone Wars, but dude, okay, we can talk about it now before we get into. Yeah. Stuff. So okay, y'all. I don't know if you've seen Clone Wars, but I am in season five, and the first. I don't know nine episodes something like that it's like two mini arcs you got it they're both awesome like mm-hmm. it it jumped into the season and it was just like dude this is another level yep. this is just amazing and then there's like this arc that i'm in right now and i've been <laughs> in it for like a week because i can't get through it <laughs> it's four episodes it's only four episodes and it's where r2 and a bunch of droids go on this secret mission Mm -hmm. and it's like it's dreadful to watch like it's painful for me (laughs) like i'm really trying to get through it yeah i still love this show Mm -hmm. but there's a few arcs like this that Mm -hmm. just take me forever this is why it's taken me three years aside from the fact that they took it off of netflix right yeah but dude it started so so good like there was the whole arc of uh what was the first it dropped me into like right away it was a mall uh, yeah there was a little bit of the stuff with mall Mm -hmm. and um asajj kind of like oh fallout from i remember i remember it was uh it was like the beginning of the rebellion basically kind of a thing in a sense like that's what it that's what it seemed like it was with um the dude from rogue one what's the extremist Um, um Oh my gosh, what's his Saw name? Guerrera. Saw Guerrera. Yep, yep, yep. It was with him and that rebellion group right yep. there. Him and his sister and, yeah, and some others. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The Onderon it, arc. Onderon, that's what it yeah. was. Yes. I'm sorry, everybody. This is just terrible. But it was, uh, that arc was sweet. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed all of that. It was yeah. so cool. And then after that, we have this little arc where it's like uh, younglings mm-hmm. building their lightsabers and... Ahsoka's um, helping. Ahsoka's kind of, helping yeah. them, and she's kind of the teacher at this point. It's a really cool arc, and I loved it. And yeah, um, and then we get to this current arc, and I'm like, <laughs> and I, and I know I've seen titles for the last bit of this season, and I just know right after this, it's going to be awesome again. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and I remember watching Clone Wars for the first time, and the um, and like thinking the same thing. We're like, you know, I mean, the show just gets better and better, and then. I hit this droid arc, and honestly, I wouldn't have minded it if it was two episodes. But it's four. It's, it's four episodes. Yeah. It's longer than some of the most 
amazing arcs in the show and it didn't need to be four <laughs> episodes. No. So yeah, it's, I, I would, this is actually one of those times where I will agree that I, it's, it's sad because I don't think it's because it's done poorly. I think it's because it's placed poorly. I think that it did not belong in the middle of a season, um, especially where it's like, it's like you're in kind of the the end of the show, you know. Yeah, and like, it's it's kitty. It's more kitty, and and I think I feel the same way usually that I do whenever droids try to be funny. Yeah, and that's it's just full of that stuff. Yeah, it's that stupid little pit droid that's in like <laughs> yeah. It's ugh. I can't. How many times are they going to go back to the well of him calling him a colonel or uh-huh. uh, him calling him? corporal instead of colonel like it happens he does it like 20 times and i'm like this wasn't funny the first time yeah anyway it's it's rough i'm frustrated with it but (laughs) you still love you still love clone wars i still love clone Wars. you're a completionist so you're not gonna skip it i can't i literally can't bring myself to do it i was tempted have you watched have you how many of the episodes have you watched of what that, of that arc. I think I have one left. Okay. <laughs> Michael, you got to push through. Because <laughs> no. I was just watching some of season six today, and I was like, gosh, Michael's going to love this. I can't wait. Uh, I yeah. really can't wait. Well, guys, sorry about all that, but, um, you know, there's going to be some Clone Wars talk today, because mm-hmm. we, to, we have to talk about a little... Uh, later on in the podcast, we're going to talk about some Obi-Wan shows, some rumors going around, and then we got a new Clone Wars trailer this week. Yeah. Um, and then we have a fun little uh, main topic we're going to do. Uh, so, uh, dude, you want to get into some Jedi business? Let's do it. Easy. Jedi business. Go back to your drinks. All right, so first up on Jedi business. Guys, last episode, <laughs> we talked about the... Sorry. <laughs> we're already laughing. We talked about the uh, the ridiculous rumors that the Obi-Wan show had been canceled. Uh, we, it hasn't Which been canceled. Which it hasn't been canceled. <laughs> uh, so that place that we told y'all not to listen to, you know, we got this covered. It's still wrong. Yes. But it has been delayed officially. Mm-hmm. Per multiple sources, yeah, I believe Collider is the one that broke it. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, uh, okay, can I go oh, for it? Yeah, dude. I have thoughts. Okay, so shows being um, from from what I know, I'm not in the biz or whatever, but from what I like hear and know, I would kind of put this along the same lines as like how often these kinds of things happen um i would put this along the same lines as as far as like frequency that this kind of stuff happens in like you know making a show or a movie as like whenever you hear that move a movie is doing reshoots Mm -hmm. um that's just a thing that happens like for a lot of great movies all the time um i think that this is something that maybe i maybe not the same level but i mean like this is something that just happens, you know, like, um, I, like the scripts weren't where they wanted them to be. I think after rise of Skywalker, especially maybe they are rethinking, I don't know, like Kathleen Kennedy might just be really, really on edge about, <laughs> uh, some things and like, oh, I don't know if fans will like this or not or whatever. So, um, Ewan McGregor did say that, um, he doesn't think 
that he, he said that it's not going to delay the release date of the show. It's just the, the filming is being pushed back. Yeah, but how Which could that happen? Interesting. I don't know, but I don't know all the intricacies of <laughs> showbiz. Yeah. Um, now, here's where I get frustrated with this, though. Um, yes, it could be common. It could be a nothing thing, you know. Um, it's just on hold. What's frustrating, though, is that whenever they announced the Kenobi series, Kathleen Kennedy herself said, like, the scripts are done. And, like, that is what's frustrating, is that now it feels like they're just, she's walking back on this. But, I will say again, it could be Fallout from Rise of Skywalker. It could be, um... I don't know, possibly seeing some workups of how the scenes would actually translate not, um, not like just on paper. Um, it could be a number of things, basically. What do you mean fallout from Rise of Skywalker? It could be like maybe that there's like maybe the reaction to Rise of Skywalker could have made her on edge about things that fans would like or wouldn't like. And that maybe after reading them again with those with like that perspective um i'm not saying that the same decisions are made i'm just saying like it could be that after what happened with rise of skywalker it could be the same situation as like why they changed it to a show instead of a movie after solo they see the reaction of something and they change their game plan with it you know so i don't know i mean it it worries me a little bit but i honestly i'm at this point i'm not too worried i'll start to get worried when i start hearing like directors frustrated that their creativity is not you know like they're not able to do what they want creatively and stuff like that that's when i'll start to worry yeah i am kind of torn here because on one hand i generally lean toward the side that is okay guys this has not been canceled it's been pushed back and if it's been pushed back there's a good chance that kathleen kennedy or whoever was not happy with the direction, so they want to push it back to make sure that it's the best thing that it's the best product that it mm-hmm. can be. And if that's the case, then I'm glad. Yeah, you know, I don't want a crappy Obi Wan series. I want a great one. Mm-hmm. So that's my initial thing. But I gotta say though, if if it's a reaction thing, that just points to my biggest problem that I've had with Kathleen Kennedy in this whole thing. Yeah. And it points to my biggest problems with The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like every time that there's a negative backlash, they react in the biggest way to it. Mm-hmm. And it affects negatively what they do next. I would actually 100% agree with if that. If you have a plan, believe in your plan and stick with it. Yeah. Now, I understand sometimes you make adjustments. Like, I just think that adjustments are one thing but i think what they did with the rise of skywalker was and again i like the movie but we know palpatine was not a part of the plan mm-hmm. originally episode seven came out we know he wasn't part of the plan we know that Ray, at least that ray was not a palpatine yeah spoiler alert Probably should say that on the front end uh, of that. Whatever. <laughs> it's been a while now. Yeah. Um. It's it to me. It's a reaction. Yeah. To the backlash of the 
the small group of Last Jedi haters who are very, very, very loud. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what? If they hate it, that's their. That's fine. It's their. That's their thing. But like. You don't change your plan based on what some people like like say. I wish that yeah. they would have just gone forward with their... And we'll talk about this more later. Trust me. Uh, but I wish they would have just gone forward with their plan and that J.J. could have just made a sequel to The Last Jedi. Yeah. And I didn't feel like it was. So yeah. that's kind of my problem with this Obi-Wan series. If that's the case, if she's reacting to something... How many times have we seen a reaction backlash fail? It's, yeah. It's because, you know, when uh, The Last Jedi was, you know, the the reception was weird. Um, and then they released Solo in the next, within the next six months. Yeah. The backlash of, oh, Star Wars didn't make a billion dollars this time. <laughs> oh, we better stop making our Star Wars stories. And yeah. then, oh, we gotta change the we gotta change how our plan is for the trilogy now. Yeah, it made everything worse. I'm not saying that we needed the Star Wars stories. That we might that might have been the best call. Honestly, I don't know, but yeah. but um, I definitely think if you have a plan, stick to your guns, believe in yes. your creators, and so that 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 worries me. Yep. Especially if they had the scripts. No, and you're 100% right. Like, I, I would say I agree with everything you just said. Because I wish so badly that, like, I just, I feel like this is happening way too much. Um, It, it is. further makes me feel like she is not, like, that Kathleen Kennedy's just, like, she's, she's a good producer. She's not in the right role. No. And... It's like she's not supposed to be a studio head. That's just not where she belongs. And it's not necessarily to say anything against her. You can be, um, I think, I don't remember who was saying this, but it's like, like you can be a really great, um, you could be a really great pizza maker, but that doesn't mean I want you to fix my car. <laughs> Like, you know, like, I mean, like, like you can't just say like, this is a, this person's a great producer. They'd be a good studio head. Like, it's just like, they're not, they're very different roles. You're not as boots on the ground. <laughs> you're not as involved with like one individual thing. You're over like everything. And I think that it's just, it doesn't work for her. And I agree. I wish that things weren't so reactionary. I think that the reaction to Solo not making as much money was ridiculous. I mean, I know Disney's big or whatever, <laughs> but like it's, I mean, cause solo, I mean, yeah, people had their issues with it, whatever. I loved that movie. I had so much fun. I remember walking out of that movie and going, that was so much better than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Like I had a lot of fun in that movie. Um, does it mean that, uh, like, you know, there was a lot of interest for a Han Solo movie, like, prequel or whatever. Maybe not. And, yeah, they may have made the right decision by moving the movies to shows. But I think that, like, their knee-jerk reaction to seeing that, just, like, through... I think they were just in a blind panic because The Last Jedi, you know, made billions of dollars. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, like, the fan reaction (laughs) was a little odd. (laughs) And, like, very, very divisive. And then that, on top of Solo, was just, like, 
we got to change everything. And it, yeah. yeah. I, it, yeah. So it just points to, first of all, guys, let me just read this. I, I wanted to read a list of movies that Kathleen Kennedy has produced. Yeah. Not where she has been the studio head of Lucasfilm. Yeah. Where she has produced. So, Signs. Great movie. Signs is amazing. Yeah. Back to the Future. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> the Goonies. Mm-hmm. Schindler's List, Jurassic Park, Hook, Twister, War of the Worlds, Indiana oh. Jones, and oh, that says Kingdom of Crystal Skull. Oh, yikes! You can edit that. Strike one. Out. one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Strike One was World of the Worlds, but oh, um, that wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, um, I, maybe I need to watch it again. I believe she produced the other Indiana Jones movies, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Gremlins. <laughs> yeah. Benjamin Button. Yeah. Um, Lincoln. The Sixth Sense. E.T. Like, guys, these are all-time <laughs> movies here. Yeah. She has produced. Yeah. That is just her... That is just a few of her movies that she's produced. That's insane. Mm-hmm. She needs to go back to that. Yeah. She the- needs to be, like, what? a producer yeah and go do her strength because i don't think that studio head i think to your point i don't think being a studio head is her niche it's just not what she's good at there's been too much director drama Mm -hmm. the i the amount of director drama and directors that have left star wars projects is unacceptable yeah it just is and i'm not saying that's what's happened with this it hasn't happened with this but right it's just this is on top of everything that's already gone on. So, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that, Ben? No. I I mean, like, we'll just we'll keep our ears out on it. I'm still really excited mm-hmm. for it. Me too. Again, um, it's just been delayed. It's still Deborah Chow. She mm-hmm. hasn't gone anywhere. It's still Ewan McGregor, so it'll be one. The day that either of those two people get replaced, that's when I start panicking. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Agreed. So, we'll keep you all updated on that. Um, okay. The next thing, let's talk about this. Um, I don't have much to say about this. Yeah. This is going to be something that Ben wanted to talk about. I don't have much knowledge on the on the issue. So Ben, take this away. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I won't I won't talk too long about this, but I knew that there would be people like me who were very interested in this news. Um, so if you you may have heard if you're a video game fan that there's a rumor going around that Knights of the Old Republic is getting a either a remake or some sort of like reboot slash rework. Um, there's a few reasons why this is exciting slash complicated. <laughs> um, so Knights of the Old Republic, as we know, is considered, ex- it was, ex- it was considered like the old EU, like extended, expanded universe stuff. Um, so it's, it's considered legends now. Um, this is a very big story. People love um, so Some people you, say it's their favorite Star Wars story. It's, it's one of mine. Um, I mean, like, it, you learn about Revan and Malak. It's a cool story. Um, and it's one of my favorite video games ever as well. Um, and so when I heard... I mean, like, I feel like we've heard rumors of this happen before. Um, I've never heard it... Like, I've never heard a rumor about it be so... Um, sounds so <laughs> possible, though. So, it, there's a couple reasons why this is complicated, though. So, 
if they make this game, that would make it canon. Because any EA Star Wars game, they're the only people who have the rights to make Star Wars games now after the Disney acquisition. Um, Are you pro that or... I, they've they've put out some really good stuff, so I'm actually I have no problem with it. Cool. Um, they were the ones who originally published Knights of No, that's not true. Actually, sorry. They were the, they're the ones who have kind of they they own the studios that made okay. the best. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I was trying to figure out how to word that. <laughs> it gets complicated because they're publishers and developers. Um, so anyways. I'm okay with it. The reason this gets complicated, though, is that the reason people are saying it might be a rework is just because since if they make it, it will be canon, there might just be things that they don't want to be canon that were in the original game that they might change. And that's why it gets complicated. It's like, this is such a beloved story. I hope they don't change things that uh, people would be upset about if they do that. Um, At the same time, I'm okay with seeing a rework as long as they don't change, like, core story beats yeah (laughs) um that being said i would love to see a rework it's a it's a rumor right now there's no confirmation that it's actually real or anything um but reliable sources have reported on the rumor okay uh like ign and stuff like that so like people who are not (laughs) um you know cosmic book cosmic (laughs) book news um yeah uh they have reported on it so just keep your ear up to it if you're a video game fan. I'm excited about it. Uh, let me know what you think in the Facebook group because I love that series. Um, so, yeah. I am. I will play it one day. I know it's supposed to be super cool. You may just need to wait for the remake if they're doing it. Hey, maybe. <laughs> Is it going to be Xbox something? Uh, it would It would most likely be multi-platform if they did it. Switch? Um, maybe. I don't know. That's the only new system I have. <laughs> well. <laughs> Will it be coming out on uh, the N64? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no? Okay. Star Wars Pod Racing. <laughs> hey, I should actually game. I should keep an eye out for that game, actually. That's a really fun game. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ben, you good there? Yeah, I'm okay. good there. So let's talk about our final item of Jedi business here. Yes. Clone Wars trailer. The Clone Wars Season 7 trailer dropped a few days ago. I can't remember what day it was. Friday? I can't either. It, it, and, it's uh, here and I'm happy. Yeah. So, okay. Um, obviously, guys, I watched it. I haven't seen all of Clone Wars, but I am aware of a couple of things that happened at the end. Unfortunately, yeah. I've had it kind of spoiled for me. Um, I'm really excited to see how it plays out because I don't know mm-hmm. the details. I just know the p- main plot points a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, there's a few things in this trailer that hint at some of the stuff that I'm not supposed to know yet, but that's okay. Would you mind if I asked you what those things are? Just that Ahsoka ends up leaving the Jedi. That's what I thought. Um, okay. and, and that, um, I don't know why, mm-hmm. like I'm excited cause I don't know why she ended up leaving. Um, and I don't know what happened. I know there's something to do with her being framed for something. Okay. So yeah, but that's all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to find out all that stuff, but it's a good arc. Yeah, I'm excited. So, but this trailer got me super pumped to finish the show, um, because I have to have it done. Like when does it come out? (laughs) February 21st. I have to have it done in a month, which it shouldn't be too much of a, when I sit down and really go for it and I'm enjoying it, I can just blaze through Clone Wars. Yeah. It's when I'm in this droid arc <laughs> yes that i go slow so i'm super pumped about this ben 
you are the one who has watched all of Clone Wars. What do you think of this trailer? I cried um, <laughs> almost every time I've seen it. No, I, <laughs> it is... Uh, guys, Clone Wars is some of my favorite Star Wars. Um, Ahsoka is one of my favorite characters. Maul is one of my favorite characters. Obi-Wan's one of my favorite characters. Like, it's just... Clone Wars has some of my favorite stuff. Uh, it gives you such unique perspectives on the war, the Jedi, the clones, like, all of it. Like, it's just... It gives you stories that you don't get anywhere else in Star Wars. And it gives you perspectives that are so much deeper uh, than you get in just watching yeah. the movies. It has you know? made me appreciate the prequels more. Yes, and that's another reason I love the Clone Wars is that I think that as somebody who didn't ever really hate the prequels, it made me love a lot of elements to them even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made me like some characters more, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. And so it's just like, it is It is so exciting. Um, we learned a couple of things. Um this isn't spoilers for you for this show necessarily. Uh, as far as if it's in the trailer, then I've seen it. It's fine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, as far as what we've seen in the trailer timeline stuff. Yeah. This season is going to be so interesting because I've always, I've always known that the clone wars was leading into episode three. Mm-hmm. I did not know we were going to, we're going to get like confirmed. We're going to get parts of this season intersecting within revenge of the sith yeah and that seems super exciting to me yeah where like we're gonna get to see we're probably gonna see ahsoka's response to order 66 which Mm -hmm. is gonna be interesting to see um we know this because padme's pregnant in the hologram or Mm -hmm. whatever and we know that anakin finds out she's pregnant in the like in revenge of the sith so that has to be during the movie yeah um Mace Windu says the whole, like, I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Like, that scene is, like, in the show just from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. There's, like, things happening during Revenge of the Sith. That's so exciting to me. I had no idea we were going to get that. So, that's exciting. Um, This is just a little little Easter egg. But um, Kanan, a character from Rebels, uh, we actually saw him as a Padawan next to his master in that hologram meeting where Mace Windu cool, said that. Cool. So that was kind of cool. He's just like standing. I was like, Kanan. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. And also, actually, interestingly enough, this is a little weird, and I'm excited to see how it plays out. But the scene that you see where Maul and Ahsoka are facing each other on Mandalore in that throne room or whatever, mm-hmm. that at least. To my knowledge, because I just started listening to this book, but the Ahsoka book uh, that's out there, it's canon. Um, I just started listening to the audiobook, and that book starts with that duel. Really? Yeah. Weird. Um, I don't see like necessarily the fi- how it ends or anything like that, but it's just like, like it starts with that duel, like or something, and I was like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> Um, so very interested to see just all of this stuff kind of all connect, you know, and I'm excited to see Rex and how he responds to order 66. That's something I'm extremely excited to see. I liked his line in the trailer. He Mm -hmm. was like, we clones have mixed feelings about the war. Yeah. Without it, we wouldn't exist. Yeah. I was like, whoa, (laughs) that's a cool line. Guys, Clone Wars is so good. Yeah. I cannot emphasize enough. Like, 
I know parts of it are kitty. And you may not like Clone Wars, that's okay. But, like, if you can, like, get to even just, like, first off, I would recommend watching Chronological Order. I started doing Mm -hmm. that recently. It's pretty cool. Um, I'll do that next. Yeah. Um, But, like, once you get to, like, season three and on, it's just, like, it gets better and better. Um, I like it before then, but, like, season three is where it really, you're like, okay. I, I get with this. Yeah. <laughs> so, ugh, yeah, I love that trailer. I did too, man. I'm really excited. And like, obviously I don't have a whole lot to say cause mm-hmm. I haven't finished the show yet, but it looks super, it's beautiful. Oh my gosh. It's the animation's gorgeous. so good. And the, the, um, Sam Witwer, um, voicing mm-hmm. Maul. Yeah. He's that, his, his, uh, dialogue. He's just, ugh, he captures that character so well. Yeah. And, uh, Guys, I need it. I need it now. Yeah. yeah. Super pumped. So we're about a month away from that. Just less mm-hmm. than a month away. So yeah. Clone Wars, y'all. Exciting. All Ooh. right. So now that that is the last order of Jedi business that we have to attend to, let us move on to our main topics. Today, we are... Well, really just one main topic. Yeah. <laughs> Today, we are going to discuss our top five favorite disney era star wars movies yeah so that includes the trilogy and rogue one and solo Mm -hmm. so um i figured how we would do this is uh, this is gonna be really fun i don't know i don't know what ben wrote i don't think ben knows what i wrote Um, i don't remember at least yeah i accidentally saw it on the screen (laughs) earlier and then i was like no no no, i don't he looked away really quick So I'm excited. This is gonna be really fun because I, I we really have no idea what each other wrote. So mm-hmm. um I figure what we could do is we'll start at five, I'll do mine, you do yours or whatever, and then yeah. we'll we'll just go from five to one. Okay. So um and then we'll kind of discuss our reasonings why. Mm-hmm. Um and then after we finish ours, we are going to read some from the Facebook group. I posted in the Facebook group uh, earlier this week about what is y- what's y'all's order in of the Disney era of Star Wars, and we have had plenty of comments to read. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna read some y'all's really cool rankings. Yeah, some in there. really yeah. interesting rankings. We're gonna we're gonna read some of them or maybe all of them out loud. So um, that's gonna be really fun too. Uh, like we said, we've wanted to get y'all involved from the beginning. So, um, I'm I'm changing one of mine real quick. <laughs> Are you serious? Something just changed. <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, I don't know if I agree with that. Okay, okay. So okay, you I'm guys, done touching it now. Let me preface this discussion by saying this. Ben had a problem. He told me, he hasn't told me what his order is, but he told me that he had serious trouble with his bottom of the list. And I had serious trouble with the top of my list. Basically, at any given day, any given hour, <laughs> my order could change. It is really difficult to rank these because I think we can – I can speak for both of us. Ben and I both have liked yeah. all of these. Yep. There's not 100%. one that I hate or even really dislike. Yeah. It is it is very hard to actually rank these. I know I would rank probably all of them below the original trilogy, but after that, it's pretty uh, interesting. <laughs> um, and so, yeah – like Ben just said, he literally just changed a favor. Like he he just kind of flipped some of them. My top, I don't know which ones. My top two have not moved. Yeah. My bottom three 
are in constant flux. My bottom two <laughs> have not moved. My top three have been changing. Yeah. So it's pretty I think funny. it's because for me, it's harder to decide which ones I don't like as much than it is for me to decide. It's like, I know I love these two mm-hmm. a ton. Yeah. Um, That's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. Anyway. says something about us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's do it, dude. Um, you go first. Okay. What is your number five? Uh, my number five, and I didn't want to put this here, but it, you know, it's the only spot that I think it could go. Is they all have to go somewhere? Exactly. Um, it's solo. Okay. Um, I loved this movie. <laughs> I really <laughs> did. I, I really loved Solo, and I know a lot of people don't like it. I feel like it gets way too bad of a rap. Um. And I know it's at the bottom of my list, but not, like I said, I hate putting it there because I think it gets um, way too much hate. It did a lot of really fun things. Um, it, Yeah, it had some moments I didn't love. I didn't love how he got his last name. Thought that was stupid. Didn't need to be there. Oh my gosh, um, that was so stupid. Literally the only part of the movie that I like <laughs> rolled my eyes at. <laughs> um, the rest of the movie I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um Childish Gambino, um, Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian was so good. He was amazing. Um, who? What's the actor who played Han in this movie? Do you remember? Oh, oh, Aldrin, Aldrin Ehrreich or something like that. Uh, something, something like that. Yeah. He did right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I know that he's not Harrison Alden, Ford. Alden Ehrreich. Alden, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's not Harrison Ford. But he did a freaking great job. He did. I, and like I there there are many moments that I was watching solo again that I was like, yeah. he really nails a lot of mannerisms and I think he did mm-hmm. as good a job as he could. Um I loved randomly seeing Maul at the end. I thought that was really cool oh and, my it, gosh. and it works out for the timeline and all that stuff. Um I thought yeah, it's just and like the aesthetics of this movie were great. I thought that like the train sequence was really exciting and fun. The um it's just yeah. This this movie mm-hmm. was a fun ride and yeah. I didn't think it needed to be anything more than that. And I thought it was just really really great. Mm-hmm. Um I remember walking out of that theater just like surprised at how much I enjoyed it. So yeah. but at the end of the day, it had to go somewhere on my list, and five was the only place I could think to put it. Yeah. Based on the other movies. Cool. So. Okay, so so far we agree. Yeah. Solo is number five for me as well. Um, I do not love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it twice, and I saw it in theaters twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually saw it at the drive-in movie once oh, nice. that we have here. Um, so that was pretty fun. Um, you know, my notes for this are, fun movie. Didn't need it. <laughs> That's fair. I like. I we didn't need it. I. I. Nobody asked for a mm-hmm. Han Solo movie. I, at least no one I know. Um. It, it. Of all of the things that I wanted to see in a movie form, like between you know one of the Star Wars stories that they yeah. were gonna do, Han Solo was not one of the ones that I wanted to see. It. Yeah. It just wasn't. And so, um, especially since you know they couldn't use Harrison Ford, and yeah. you know I'm not. Everything you said was right. Like, I agree with Alden Ehrreich or whatever his name was. He did a great job. Um, and Donald Glover did a fantastic job as Lando. Yeah. And Chewie was in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Maul was in it. I love Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. He's so good in it. 
Um, this movie is a blast. The droid character that's in it is really good too. Mm-hmm. Another droid, uh, but I do not remember this one's name. Probably the least memorable one. Probably. Um, because obviously, because I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do. Um, I do think the movie is really fun, but unnecessary. I just didn't. Yeah. I didn't like nothing about it. Even going into the theater, I was like. I'm here at the on like opening night or whatever mm-hmm. to see the solo movie, but I'm not excited. Like, yeah. you know, and so I guess for me, it was just one of those like, I do like it, but like you said, it just had to go somewhere on my list. So it's going to be my least favorite of this era. But yeah. I did like it. Both times I watched it, I was like, that's just so fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I think that you explained it perfectly. That's mm-hmm. probably why it's at number five for me as well. Didn't I need it. Didn't need it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't need it at all. Um, I needed an Obi Wan movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm happy to get a show. I wish that it. Wasn't I'm happy if pushed. we get a show. <laughs> oh, don't you dare! <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. I've got to see you and as Obi Wan again. <laughs> my, Me too. That will ruin my childhood. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I will kidding. feel de- betrayed. <laughs> you destroyed my childhood. Oh my god! <laughs> Trigger words. Yeah. Okay, number four. Ben, go for it. Number four for me, Rise of Skywalker. This was a tough All right. One. Okay. Let's do it. So, <laughs> and this was one of the ones I kept moving around. I kept moving around with my number three. Um, Rise of Skywalker, I had a lot of fun with. Again, same same like thing I would say as Solo in that sense of like I had a lot of fun with it. When the sensation wore off and I saw it more clearly, I realized and also actually I think kind of watching Clone Wars made me not like it as much because <laughs> it it really did like it I think it wrapped up the sequel trilogy decently well for mm-hmm. what it was. Um I wish that it would have been more of a direct sequel to the last Jedi. It does in a lot of ways, but there was a lot of stuff in last Jedi that it didn't necessarily continue with. And I, mm-hmm. and I wish like even, you know, like we had discussed the duel of fates, um, script last week. I thought that did a great job of both continuing the story of the trilogy and of the whole saga. Yep. Um, even though I, I mean, who knows how that movie would have turned out, but rise of Skywalker for me just didn't necessarily, close off the saga in a truly satisfying way for me. It yeah. had incredible highs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like getting to hear all the Jedi, like Qui-Gon and Anakin and Clone Wars characters and Rebels char- like that, that part gives me chills every time. Um, I think that Ray and Kylo Ren are like any, any time I get to see those two interact on screen, it's it there's magic there. Um, there's a lot of things I love about the sequel trilogy. Um, I think Rise of Skywalker, though, after spending some time chewing on it and processing it, though, it has worn off quicker than any of the other ones. And I think that, for me, it's the least impressive of the trilogy. It's the most sloppy, um, kind of thrown together mm-hmm. with scotch tape, is how I would say it. I hate it, but I do agree with you on this. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is number four as well. Um, oh, is it really? Yeah. Rise okay. of Skywalker is number four for me as well. This is really weird. I thought our list would be more different than this. I did too. Yeah, <laughs> I really did. Um, so for me, 
this movie is really fun. Um, it's it's a blast. Uh, it I think you worded it really well just then. It feels like it's held together by scotch tape, and mm-hmm. it wore off quicker than any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, even Solo wore off less quickly than this. Um, I almost put Solo above this one, yeah. just because I still like think about. I really want to watch Solo. Mm-hmm. The only reason why this, uh, why I didn't put it at number, put Solo at number four, and this at number five is because I actually don't really want to rewatch Solo, like, ever. Like, I <laughs> yeah. don't ever feel like I need to. Yeah. Even though I had a fun time. Mm-hmm. I've seen Rise of Skywalker four times mm-hmm. already in a month. And so I'll... And anytime... Uh, my wife loved it. Anytime she wants to put it on, I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I'm... Yeah. Because you know why? It's my least favorite of this trilogy, but I love these characters. I do, too. I love Ray. I love Kylo. I love Finn. I love Poe. I love Chewie. I love all of these characters that we get to see. Um, and in Solo, you know, I mean, it's it's Han, but it's not Harrison Ford. It's you know, it's different. So for me, it is rewatchable, but it does not age well. Mm-hmm. Already, it has not aged well, and and it's a really sh- it's a real shame, dude. Um, earlier, we were talking about. Um, earlier we were talking about the kind of changes of direction that Lucasfilm has like taken because yeah. of backlash and stuff. Dude, I felt it so hard. And and y'all, this is really weird. My list today looks vastly different than I would have thought it would have looked a month ago. Mine too. I mean, way different than I yeah. would have thought. Because I just see really clearly with every... Now, with the last couple of viewings, I've seen more and more. It just, they really reacted to things. Yep. They really reacted to things, and they changed their plans, and it made it a really convoluted, not as fun. It, take that back. It, it's fun. It's fun, yeah. But it's it's not as fun as a, of a view, because it really is like, I can just sense all of the confusion about what this movie needed to be. Yeah. And poor JJ. Like yeah. I I don't think this is the movie he really wanted to make deep down. I really don't either. And, and so yeah. that sucks. Um he ended up making it anyway, so he's responsible as well as Kathleen Kennedy, mm-hmm. but I feel for JJ. It was kind of a no-win situation that he yeah. was put in after Colin Trevorrow was uh excused. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's it's a it's definitely one of um, I've been trying to think of my like top five for the year, um, not you know like just movies, just movies in general. Yeah. And at the beginning of the year, I was kind of thinking and hoping Rise of Skywalker would be up in there. It's not really close. It's not even close to the top five, really. Yeah. It might not even be in my top ten. Wow. Um, yeah, and and that sucks, dude. It really sucks. And you know the movie doesn't totally suck. It's fun. It's still fun. Um, like I said, in you know. The uh, the I think the first time we talked about it, some of that stuff still stands. I thought the gang being together mm-hmm. and the whole ban you know banter back and forth between them yeah. and C three PO, it's so there's still so much to love fun. here. Yeah, yeah. There's like so I said, much it has fun. very high highs. Mm-hmm. Like they're like when it's good, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I think honestly for me, a lot of a lot of it's um, 
a lot of it's feeling of kind. It feels like a panic, you know. Yes. It feels like a panic from Lucasfilm. Like that's just legitimately how it feels when you're watching it, and it feels like they threw a hail mary and said, "Okay, the Emperor's back." Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that if they removed that element and continued a little more with some of the ideas of Last Jedi, shoot, they could have even had the Emperor back and Ray not be a Palpatine. Yeah, that too. That would have been fine. Yeah. I really think it would have been less convoluted. Yeah. I, I still wish that Palpatine be, wasn't back just because it does kind of take some of the wind out of Anakin's sails. Um, I disagree. In, in a sense, it does for me. Um, I mean, like, I get the... I mean, I think that I talked about it, how, like, I don't think that it completely, like, revokes what he did. It's just like I feel like there could have been. I feel like there are better ways they could have done it. Um, yeah. That being said, there's I'm definitely not a, better ways they could have done it. That's, that being said, I'm not a yeah. movie maker, so I don't know how hard these decisions are, especially for being involved with Lucasfilm, who it sounds like is a nightmare to work with. Um, so <laughs> yep. you know, I mean, yeah, it's man. it's tough. I wish that uh, it wasn't number four on my list. Yeah, um, but yeah, same here, dude. But it is, and let's go to number three. I want let's let me go first. Let yeah, me go yeah. first with number three. Um, my number three. I really hope ours start getting different now. <laughs> I know, me too. Rogue One. It is different. Yay! <laughs> okay, good, dude. Okay, so Rogue One, and this one. This is where my list starts getting very hard because it's Rogue tough. One. I could put Rogue One at number one tomorrow. Yeah. Because Rogue One is arguably one of the most is arguably the most well done and beautiful um movie of this mm-hmm. of this time uh, of this era uh that third act whew, it is absolutely perfect yeah um you know the space battle to the ground mission and how it ends mm-hmm. and you know i think the thing that that i decided that i landed on is the and I think for a movie that we know that everyone's going to die, they did a good job of making us care about these characters. Yep. But at the end of the day, I still know that I only get one movie with these characters, and I know they're going to die, and it's not um, it's not as rewatchable. And so hmm. rewatchability is a is a factor into my list, mm-hmm. um, and it may not be for you. But it is one for me. I I go by like I want to rewatch Rogue One. It's not that I don't want to, but I want to rewatch some of the other ones more. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's because of the characters that I know and love. Mm-hmm. You know. And so I think that's the biggest thing. It is. It's gorgeous. It's well directed. Um. You know, couple couple of clunky spots because I know there was a lot of um, drama on this one as well. Mm-hmm. Um. But. Uh, and reshoots, yeah. reshoots. Um, but to me, it worked out. Rogue One yeah. is a fantastic film, and dude, the Vader scene. Oof. We get to see the Vader that we've always wanted to Seriously. see. Seriously, it's like a horror movie. It's so good. I get chills every time. Like, like I just that, thought about it. That and clip. I got chills. <laughs> that clip gets posted on like Twitter and stuff mm-hmm. just randomly all the time. And I always stop to watch it. Even without audio, I get chills every time I see it because it's Bro, so well done. It is incredible. And yeah. it, it really is like a horror movie. In fact, you know, I kind of do wish 
Lucasfilm would do a Vader horror movie. Ooh, <laughs> man, that'd be good. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, um, he has although, a castle. I know, it's perfect. <laughs> I, I think it would be super sweet. But at the same time, I just want them to do something with new characters. We've explored the yeah, Darth Vader yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that enough. Yeah. So maybe one day down the road, I mm-hmm. would be there opening night for a Vader horror film. <laughs> I think it'd be super sweet. Directed by Scott Derrickson. Oh, yes. Man, rest in peace, uh, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, as it was going as to be. As it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways. Yeah, so that's Rogue One number three for me. Okay. I love that movie, mm-hmm. but those are the reasons why it's not number one. Yeah. Take it away. Number three, The Force Awakens. Nice. Um. Yeah, this one, I would say, I kept kind of switching it between this one and Rise of Skywalker. Th- that was the thing that kept shifting on my list, was okay. which one do I want to be three? Um, Force Awakens, at the end of the day, felt more neatly put together, tightly wrapped. Um, it feels more complete. It feels less rushed. It feels, It feels more intentional. And I know that people don't necessarily love that it feels like a new hope to, (laughs) you know, um, I think that there's only one part where it does a callback that I'm like, all right, guys, like I didn't need another trench run. (laughs) Um, but I think that that movie really did a great job of accomplishing its goal of engaging a new generation into the star Wars universe and introducing them. And while also still making a lot of fans happy, um, it, was, oh god yeah yeah i mean like it most I, people liked it yeah i i definitely met a lot of people who were like were like it's not star wars or whatever and i'm like okay yes it is um get yeah. out of here <laughs> yeah i'm like yes it is but whatever um i love i love force awakens uh it's a really great movie i know in my rise of skywalker review um we had talked about how i felt that of the trilogy it's the problem child or necess- like mm-hmm. if we were to pick one because i was like fighting with brooks about him calling the last mm-hmm. jedi problem job um <laughs> but um, dude we might as well just throw that rise of skywalker review away like we have both changed so much about yeah what we and said I, but i will say <laughs> yeah i will say i still i i would still put that one as the problem child before last jedi um i would say that rise of skywalker is still a panic but that mm-hmm. the force awakens could still be considered the problem child of this trilogy simply because JJ kind of started a story that he knew he wasn't going to be able to finish all of it or whatever. And I think that he could have been, I don't know. There are some things I think that he set up, but didn't like communicate with the rest of the people. And then when he got back to rise of Skywalker, he tried to pull a bunch of that stuff back. And I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, I know yeah. we're supposed to close off this this trilogy, but like people went different ways with what you were doing. You did that to yourself, bud. Like <laughs> you knew Ryan Johnson mm-hmm. was getting this script. You should have known he was going to subvert expectations. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that being said, force awakens is magic. Whenever this movie started, like it has a lot of good feelings tied to it because this was like I got to go to the theater again to watch a Star Wars movie and I literally cried when the when the main theme started. Yeah. <laughs> and so like Kylo Ren 
his introduction was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the introduction of all the characters was great. Like I felt like we got a really good introduction of everybody. Ray's theme playing. Um, there's just there's a lot to love about this movie. Um, I think that the reason that it's not above um, my top two is just my top two are the movies that whenever I left the theater, I was like, that is Star Wars, and I have not enjoyed Star Wars that much in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the movies at the top are the ones that I almost grow in appreciation for each time I watch them. Um, Rogue One, for me, is more rewatchable than Force Awakens, personally. Um, I've watched Force Awakens multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um it's still great, but each time I watch it, I do start to... It's kind of the same thing as Rise of Skywalker in the sense that each time I watch it, it kind of falls apart just a little bit. Not as yeah. much as Rise of Skywalker, but... Um, Which one falls apart? Force Awakens. Okay, Force Awakens, yeah. Yeah, not as much as Rise of Skywalker, but for me, it's just like upon rewatches, mm-hmm. things start to fall apart, whereas Rogue One, for me, I feel like I appreciate it more each time I see it, so... Mm-hmm. That is why it's at number three. Cool. Um, love yeah. the movie. It's yeah. just the same thing as all of these movies. It's like, it had to go somewhere. Yeah. We can just, uh, we'll keep talking about The Force Awakens because that is my number two. Yes. So, for me, Force Awakens is this high because I just remember it will always be special to me because this is what's what brought Star Wars back, you know, after a long hiatus. Yeah. And I remember, I will never forget where I was when I watched the trailer, the first teaser. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I was at our friend Matt Huber, mm-hmm. his uh, his apartment. I was there, and we watched it together. And we were both just, like, in awe of what we were seeing. And it was the most beautiful trailer. It's slash... been an awakening. Have you felt it? Yeah. And then I love that it movie. was just showing... <laughs> It was showing that sweeping shot of on Jakku where yep. the Star, Star Destroyer is in the sand. It was I y'all. It was just so magical. And say what you will about Lucasfilm, but man, their trailers are always so good. <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker trailer made me like ball because <laughs> it yeah. was so good. Probably my least favorite of the trailers okay. is the Rise of Skywalker trailer, but. Because to me, dude, the Last Jedi trailer and the Force Awakens trailer are just way better to me. But all of their trailers are so... They know how to craft a trailer. But anyway, so obviously like there's a magic to this one that is a little bit less on all the other ones. Just because of what it represents. I get that. You know? 100%. And so I remember when I watched it for the first time. Yeah, there were things about it like... R2, the R2, I talk about conveniences in movies and they drive me insane sometimes. And, you know, in Force Awakens, the convenience is that, oh, R2 had that thing the whole time that they were looking for and he was just asleep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, really? Yeah. It's with R2. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, stuff like that. I think J.J. tends to do that sometimes in his movies. Probably one of his bigger flaws as a filmmaker. He, um, is, he has a lot of deus ex machinas mm-hmm. in his yes, movies. <laughs> 100%. And so, um, oh my God, that stupid little stencil thing. 
before. So I mean, it, in Rise, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Oh god, yeah, don't. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway, Force Awakens opening night. I was just absolutely in love from yeah. the beginning where you, you know, the opening crawl happens and it immediately cuts into that ship with stormtroopers mm-hmm. and their heads are like bobbing in the ship and it's like flashing lights. Yeah. And then um, when Kylo Ren enters on that planet. <laughs> Star and, Wars chirps. Yeah, it, it, dude. And when he stops that blast and mm. all that movie, just and then and then when Ray is introduced, when she's scavenging, it's beautiful. It's bing, magical. Bing, 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 doo, doo, doo. Well, future podcast episode, we will talk we about will, our we favorite will, themes and we stuff. We will yeah. maybe even rank the John Williams scores. That's gonna be insane. <gasps> We're gonna do a <laughs> we, lot of gotta, listening. That we gotta study for that one. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, that movie is phenomenal, and I will always love it. The reason why it is not my number one is because it it definitely is kind of what we talk about with the Rise of Skywalker. It it's not it doesn't have the depth that a certain other one might have <laughs> that we'll talk about in a minute. Attack um, of the Clones. Attack of the Clones has <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, but it doesn't have the depth. It is. As much as it doesn't really bother me, it is a bit of a rehash. It's not mm-hmm. new territory that we haven't explored before. It is very familiar, but the magic is in some of the familiar. Yeah. And it was very comfortable and it was very nice yes. and magical. And I will always love The Force Awakens. Force Awakens is a warm blanket of a movie. Mm-hmm. I can watch it any day and mm-hmm. be happy. Yeah. That. It was it for me. It was these top three. It, I was like, is Force Awakens my favorite? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Rogue won it. No, last. No, I. <laughs> this has been happening in my mind for yeah. for for a couple of days since we decided to do this, and mm-hmm. this is where I landed on it. Just because, like I just said, it's it doesn't quite have the depth that I wanted, or that I you know that I need my favorite one to have. Yeah, and so yeah. Anyway. That's my number two. What's your number two? Number two for me, Rogue One. Um, Like I said, I love this movie. Um, It's, yeah, a lot of the same reasons that you said. Like, Mm -hmm. that last act is incredible. Freaking Vader, incredible. I love his line, the don't choke on your aspirations. (laughs) A lot of people don't like that line, but I love it. When he said it, I said, I, I went, I went, was that cheesy? Yeah, I liked it. It's good. Um, Oh, dude, and Dr. Krennic? Holy crap. Ben Mendelsohn yes. is so good. <laughs> ben Mendelsohn needs to play every character in every movie. In every movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's good at villains. He's, he's good, good at, at good guys. Yeah. He's he's just great. Um He's so good. Anyways, yeah. So Krennic was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um you got to see um Saw Gerrera, which mm-hmm. is, you know, <laughs> demented as ever. Um and like, By the way, the scene where the, his where that planet that they were on blew up. Oh man, that it's was gorgeous and and sad, of course. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, sad. <laughs> um, yeah, that man, so good. Yeah. Um, I think the reason I put it above Force Awakens. One, I'd already said the thing about rewatchability. Mm-hmm. I think another thing for me though, this movie has the potential to be a great starting point for Star Wars for new 
viewers. I say that totally. because it leads perfectly into A New Hope mm-hmm. so that they can still watch it in the order that it was kind of meant to be watched in. Um, but it's a new movie and it's made like a new movie and it doesn't expect you to know necessarily yeah. about the other movies. Does that make sense? It does. Um, it, I when, mean, like, I understand how you would benefit from knowing what comes after and everything, but you can watch that movie and not know about anything in A New Hope or anything like that and just kind of see these characters, and it'd be really, really cool. I think now, you're right, because I think when I, – I, I agree with you. I don't think I could ever bring myself to show someone Rogue One before A New Hope. Mm-hmm. It. I don't know. Maybe I could, but it depends on their age. I guess it depends on their age and the person that it is. <laughs> that is exactly it for because, me. Because yeah. because for me, I get what you're saying about that because you know, when you show people a new hope, sometimes it's like that's the right one to show them. Yes. They they'll appreciate it for what it is. Sometimes people get bored because it's so slow. Yeah. It's slow-paced. It's, you know, it's obviously really old so it looks really old sometimes what they don't know maybe is that it is it was ahead of its time yeah it was groundbreaking but you know right now we things just look ridiculous now like really good and so yeah watching rogue one first might introduce them in a world you know in the same world and it leads into a new hope but it's got the pacing and the effects of a new movie and it so. also introduces you to ideas about the force and stuff with mm-hmm. um like whatever that guy's name I, I'm one with or the whatever force. The force yeah. Is with me yeah, yeah you kind of get introduced to ideas of the force and then the only <laughs> the only thing i will say now luckily he doesn't uh, fight anybody else with a lightsaber in this, but Darth Vader being as freaking bad a as he is in that, and then going to the fight scene between him and yeah, Obi-Wan that's going to be a letdown. <laughs> would be a bit of a letdown, but <laughs> only thing I will say, it's like you would have to explain to somebody. Okay, the next movie we're about to watch was in the seventies. Mm-hmm. They literally like like this was hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> These effects were really hard. Um, only a master of evil, Darth. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I love I love Rogue One. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, we have to also mention the score for that one. Oh yeah, and I think yeah, I think we've mentioned it before on this one, but uh, I I feel like we just have to mention it again. Alexander Desplat was supposed to do the score for this movie, and not gonna lie, I I would have loved to get a score, a Star Wars score from him. <laughs> it probably yeah. would have been incredible. He's done some of the Harry Potter stuff. He did the Little Women. Mm-hmm. Um, sound tr- or score phenomenal one of my favorite scores of the year yeah um he would have crushed it but um i'm not sure what the reasons are that he couldn't do it but he ended up backing out mm-hmm. and it was really late in the process michael giacchino swooped in like in 30 days comes up with this score and i thought he did a great job and yeah so like there are some parts that's like you can tell maybe could have used a little more time on but because at this point, they weren't trying to get away from John Williams' right. ish music, so he did a great job of kind of, you know, paying homage to John Williams. But at the same time, the music, some of the music in the third act, man. Oh yeah, dude, it is beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. So, so Michael Giacchino, bravo, man. Bravo. I don't, 
I can't imagine doing that in such a short span of time. Yeah. And I mean, like, he he's just incredible. Yeah. I mean, like, I just watched Jojo Rabbit. And oh, my God. It's his so score good. in that movie was so good. It fit the time period. It fit the emotion. It ugh. We'll do our Jojo Rabbit review someday. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, um, Might have to talk about it because Taika directed it. That's true. And starred in it. That's true. So. Number one. We have the same number one, obviously. Yeah, we, we have, you guys have probably figured it out. Same I number one. I didn't know if this was going to be your number one. Dude, I was actually I didn't surprised. Either. Okay, yeah. Do you want me to go first on it on it real quick? Yeah, people okay. know what I'm going to say. Yeah, people know what Ben's <laughs> going to say on this. Y'all, this movie has been such a weird thing for me. So, you know, back when it first came out, I absolutely adored it. I was the biggest defender of it. As time wore on, I saw some problems with it. And I'm not trying to say some of those problems aren't still there. Um, I don't think that the Finn and um, Rose story is good. I think it's actually kind of a waste of time in a, in, a, in some ways. I think there's some decent things about it, but at the end of the day, I really didn't care about their story. Um, I liked how Finn was handled in The Rise of Skywalker better, actually. But um, I don't get the Rose hate as far as her character. I don't mm-hmm. understand why people think she's like Jar Jar Binks level annoying. It's I stupid. do not understand. It's ridiculous. And some of y'all are in this. You know who you are. Some of you guys are in the Facebook group. I do not get. It's just not justified. I'm sorry. Like I don't. I mean, like you feel how you feel, but mm-hmm. like nobody's giving me a good explanation. No, it's just like she's the worst. She's terrible. Like that's, that's all it is. That's it. It's all it ever ends with. I yeah. do not understand the hate. I think that she's she could be a fine character. I think that she should have been a fine character, mm-hmm. and she was reduced to paperwork, basically, in Rise of Skywalker because of y'all's complaining. Which is so, a shame. Which is a, which is a real shame, because she could have been fun. I really do enjoy her. Um, I think that um, Poe's story, I go back and forth on. I think he's... I, I like what he learns in the story, but some of the... I don't love how it is... Um, I don't love how his uh, how he learns it because it's like okay if she should if she would have just communicated this with him I feel like they would have just been better off <laughs> I, yeah. I I don't know the reasoning for her for Haldo not communicating with him mm-hmm. um, maybe he was just being a douche so <laughs> so yeah. she was like I'm not I don't have to talk to you which okay I guess I can get that <laughs> um, so I don't know those are the things I probably dislike the most about the movie. Um, and when you really think about it and when you watch it and Ben, when, I, when Ben came over to do the podcast, I actually had like the third act area where, where the third act kind of begins. I had that scene coming up, uh, playing on my computer where the, uh, where all of the stories kind of like come, come together. together at a head and, the lightsaber splits in two and the um and Holdo maneuver. The Holdo maneuver happens and it is just absolutely beautiful. It's well directed. It is when like I don't know, y'all Ryan Johnson just directed the crap out of this movie. And Seriously. I know even some of the humor doesn't quite land for me and all that stuff, but when I think about it, it's kind of weird. The Rise of Skywalker really put the last Jedi 
in a new place for me. And it's not because I dislike the Rise of Skywalker so much. It's because it really showed the level, to me, the level of depth that this trilogy could have had if they would have stuck to what was actually going on. Mm-hmm. And, dude, when I think about it, like we talked about in the last, you know, one of the last few couple of podcasts, this movie is going to age better than either of the JJ ones. And yeah. it just, to me, it just is. And I could have put this at number two or three, and it would have been fine. But the reason that I that I have it so high is because of the depth of this movie. Yeah. The themes of balance and um, and where, you know, Luke is going through just an awful time. Um, and, you know, he's not the same Luke we know, but who who doesn't who go who would be at his age either. gone through what he has gone through mm-hmm. his nephew went turned to the dark side under his watch it, it's just it he would be that way yeah and his character grows in the movie you know mm-hmm. it's not like he just stays that way his character grows in the movie by the end he's our luke again and by the way way more powerful i just got chills thinking about what he does at the end uh. of the movie it's ridiculous. It's super creative. It, you know, I get it. Like we didn't have a traditional lightsaber lightsaber duel in this movie because no lightsabers technically touched right. in this movie. So I get that it's kind of weird. But dude, we had some great action in this movie. We had depth. We had all of those themes of balance and stuff like that that I really, really cared about and loved. I. As much as I have said in the past, The Last Jedi drives me insane sometimes. Sometimes the things you love the most drive you the most insane. (laughs) Yep. And I think that's why it drives me insane because sometimes I don't know what to think about it. (laughs) And so The Last Jedi is my favorite of the Disney era because of all of the depth that it has and the ideas. And you know what? Like I said, I I want Star Wars... I want a new Star Wars. I want Star Wars to step out and do something it hasn't done before. Force Awakens was great, but it was treading old things. It was retreading old things that we've done before. It was it was comfortable. It was so comfortable. It was like a warm blanket. But um, Rise of Skywalker, some of the same kind of thing, uh, but a little bit messy. This it's one, like a spiked blanket. Yes, yeah, this that was more like a spiked blanket of thorns. <laughs> No, uh, the Last Jedi is more like when you are having to go through something to learn something. It's uncomfortable, but when you really like stop to think, "Wow, I needed to, I needed that," (laughs) you know. So like this trilogy, you know, the Rise of Skywalker, and I know I'm going on and on about it, but. I, this is my number one, and I really wanted to explain kind of why I have flip-flopped on this movie so no, much. And I wanted to hear that because, like, I know that, like, we've talked about this movie mm-hmm. multiple times, the two of us. Yeah. And, like, we've talked about how, like, like for me, I like, I haven't really wavered on my love for it. Um, you have, and it's always been really interesting conversations to have mm-hmm. with you. Um, and so I love hearing that it's actually your favorite of the of the movies now of the 
the Disney ones. Right, of the Disney ones, yeah. obviously. I mean, I still like Empire more than this movie. Like, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. It's not, like, it isn't my... No- I know that my... The list I posted on Facebook, don't listen to it. Like I said, it... Oh, it's like, to- mine's totally wrong now. Yeah, when, when I posted that as well, I think I even, like, I almost put, this could change tomorrow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, The Last Jedi. So, I'll start with when I first watched it. When I first watched this movie, I remember credits rolling, and I was sitting there, and I thought, I have never been so surprised and on the edge of my seat during a star wars movie Mm -hmm. it has always been so predictable for me um you kind of know what you're getting when you go into it and for the first time every like at every turn during this movie i was shocked i was surprised and i loved it was i challenged absolutely there were times when i was like do i like this yeah i do and like it was just there were just so many magical moments. It's like you said, the themes were incredible. It was so deep. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, I can't believe we're getting such deep story in a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, I didn't yeah. know that we were going to get that in this. And um, like you said, the themes of balance, politics, of um, like like war mm-hmm. on both sides. It's like It's like this person's making weapons for both sides. Like talking about that whole thing. Um, whenever Ray is, uh, training with Luke on Octu, they, um, like there's so many things that like Luke is talking to Ray about and they're, they're both wrestling with and everything. And all of this amazing storytelling is going on under a beautiful sheen of incredible direction, filmmaking, score, like, this movie ties all the elements of Star Wars that I love all together. Yes, no technical lightsabers clashing or whatever. But I think it's a testament to the fact that it didn't need it. Like, this movie didn't need it. And, I mean, people will disagree with me on that. And that's fine. I understand. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always down for a lightsaber fight. I think it's a testament to the fact that this, like, I think this movie is so good that it didn't even need a lightsaber fight to cap it off. It needed, like, it just did what it wanted to do. And I think Ryan Johnson came in at the perfect time because he was riding kind of that wave of the fans being pretty happy with Force Awakens. Force Awakens making a lot of money. He had a little bit of the freedom mm-hmm. to still make risky decisions. He could the, not have made this film as episode nine. He couldn't have made it after The Last Jedi. Right. <laughs> um. He, yeah, like, he could not have executed this movie if it was after, like, Solo and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, but he came in at the right time to give us a movie that challenged us, just like Empire did. And it didn't treat the audience like they were stupid. Yeah. It did new things. It did unexpected things. And it, I think that the progression of Luke's character is beautiful and... Um, recently on our Facebook page, we made a list of our top five characters or whatever mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Luke was on my list, but he wouldn't have been on it if he wasn't in The Last Jedi as he was. Yeah. I literally... It like, adds to his character. It adds to his character. He was not one of my favorite characters until The Last Jedi. Yeah. And so I think that 
this movie did him justice. It did him a service. And I think that it gave him so much more depth than he had before. Yeah. Um, I think that Ray and Kylo's stuff in this movie is some of the best moments in star Wars cinema. Dude. Yeah. Just in general. Like yeah. it's just, there's magic on screen when yeah. they are doing their like force Skyping and everything. Um, a couple of weird moments. I love shirtless Kylo. Love shirtless Kylo. <laughs> I love Luke drinking green milk out of a weird thing. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, that's still weird. I'm not, hey, it's super I'm not weird. saying it's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I kind of like it. Um, the porgs are funny to me. Love the They're porgs. Cute. I got um, no problem with the porgs. Man, when Ray goes into that um, that cave, dude, the the snapping. Yeah, the snapping, and all of that stuff. This movie does such a beautiful job. Of communicating the fact that um, it's not about being a hero. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, saving what you love, just like Rose did say. Um, if I had one complaint with this movie, it's that... That kiss. That kiss. Yeah, unnecessary. Unnecessary. Stupid, out of nowhere. But, I mean, doesn't ruin the moment for me. It's just like, didn't need to happen, but whatever. Yeah. I'm, I Most of the time in movies when characters kiss, I hate the timing of it, so it's <laughs> fine. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Um so, like, and it also does a beautiful job of, like, anybody, anybody can be a hero. Yes. And it's not because you have to be, like, it's not because you have to sacrifice yourself or you have to be stupid. It's because all it takes to be a hero is to care about those around you. And ending with that shot of Broom Boy holding the broom, like, like just like, Grabbing the broom with the force so subtly mm-hmm. and then holding it and like staring into the stars. It's just, it's a beautiful package. Yeah. I could talk for hours about how much I love this movie and keep yeah. gushing about it. I mean, like the throne room scene, the the fight between Kylo and Luke, the emotion that Kylo gives whenever he's like trying to kill Luke and everything mm-hmm. is just like, oh, it's so good. I know. Yeah. I genuinely... There was a point, and I think I said this before, there was a point where in the movie I was genuinely thinking, wait, is Ray going to turn? Like, yeah. when she went down into that cave, I was really <laughs> wondering, like, is yeah. she's at least really wrestling with stuff. Like, like, should this be this way? Like, should should I do things the way that things have always been done? Yeah. Um, And, and Luke was like, you didn't even... Like you, you didn't even you didn't hesitate. Yeah. You didn't resist it at all. You just went to the dark, like you listened to it. And I was just, I, I just, I love that embracing some of the darkness in your in us it, instead no. of running away from it. And I think it did a great job of treating Ray as who she was. She's mm-hmm. not somebody who was surrounded by the Jedi Order like Obi-Wan was. Right. Obi-Wan had pretty strong convictions for the most part um because he was he was surrounded by Jedi who had all these rules and everything. Mm-hmm. Ray didn't have that. So she's like, why can't I have attachment? You mm-hmm. know, like like she's probably thinking that. She's like, why like who who says all this stuff? Which is, you know, I don't want to bring this up too much. But the Duel of Fate script, I think, continues these thoughts really well. It does. Especially for Ray. Like like some of the lines of dialogue we get from her like mm-hmm. talking to Luke about like what who like you and 
bunch of old people like yes. who's to say it can't be different like mm-hmm. that worked great for y'all in the past huh like you know yeah. it's these very human moments that ray has and that i think actually luke kind of dealt with too because he didn't i mean he had been for a little bit he had yoda but even yoda at that at his age was much more lax i watched a little bit of empire earlier today <laughs> and uh yoda was a crazy man <laughs> yeah yeah if you think that the milk drinking out of the thing was weird um you should watch how yoda acts whenever he first meets luke because it's almost on par <laughs> mine, he mine. basically robs him <laughs> and then beats r2 with a stick so how do you grow so big eating food of this kind <laughs> yeah great point i think at the end of the day this movie just has so much to gush about it does, and, and I mean, listen to us talk about it. I know, like, there's so much meat on the bone. I that, that that's exactly what it is. It's meat, and when I think back to Force Awakens or Rise of Skywalker Solo, I don't feel like there is meat on the bone. There is they're fluff. sensational. There's fluff. There's cotton candy mm-hmm. on the bone. <laughs> um, the cotton candy dissolves in your mouth right away. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the a point good way of to it. describe it. And then when you're done you're done and it's like oh that didn't age well yeah but would meat sustains you <laughs> like yeah. it gives you sustenance protein and like this movie like i love every time i watch it now like um you know obviously i've had my ups and downs with it but so one thing that it's never done is it's never been some it's never been a comfort movie Mm-mm. It's never been a movie that didn't make me think, mm-hmm. and it's, dude, it's just so good. It and, is, you know, and I and I'm not gonna stop complaining about the things that I don't like about it. I I don't like the fact that it killed Phasma the way that it did because Phasma is on basically wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's things about it you can argue, and yeah, I have, I do have my my i I didn't say any of Mm -hmm. them i'm sorry i I will say just a few things because i think i overly gush about this movie it does have some (laughs) things that i don't love i don't love how they treated phasma Mm -hmm. i think that phasma had a lot of potential to be a really sick Mm -hmm. villain and they kind of did her dirty i i Um, will say they did her dirty by killing her so early but she was awesome in this movie when she was in it she was i agree with that which was just hate that they killed her early which was like 10 minutes (laughs) Less yeah. than 10 minutes of screen time. Yeah. But she was awesome. Like, the yeah. way that she was treated. But, yeah, then she died. And she, she was she was kind of a worthless character. Like, she didn't mm-hmm. do much of anything. Yeah. Um, kind of a wasted opportunity there. So, yeah, I yeah, agree with that's that. That's frustrating. Um, do you have other things you don't like? Yeah, a couple. Um, I think that um, a lot of the humor works for me, but the only humor that doesn't work for me is um, Ooh, at the... the- opening the, scene i was about to say it's just it's the first couple of scenes mm-hmm. it's just um i i don't hate the poe talking to huck saying that's honestly not the worst thing for me i don't like a bad cell phone commercial yeah i the get g- general hugs the, yeah. that whole thing yeah Ugh. yeah i'm okay with it it didn't throw me completely off um the thing i didn't like as much was like finn walking around in like a weird <laughs> water suit and like falling off the table and stuff i was like this doesn't feel like this is star weird. wars yeah. so i didn't love that um that didn't bother me as much yeah yeah um yeah i didn't love that as much uh i do i don't actually hate 
a lot of the Canto Bite thing. My only big complaint with it is I wish it wasn't um, just Las Vegas. <laughs> like, yeah. like you know what I mean? Like it, it feels like uh, it feels like there there are too many humans there. <laughs> Yeah. And it feels too much like it's in our world and not like another planet. What about when it's that weird the casino. three-boobed lady? Uh, we don't talk about her. <laughs> it's fun. She's on screen for like one second. I'm like, this feels like Star Wars because, I mean, <laughs> it feels like Return of the Jedi when that Ugh. dude starts screaming at me. Um, but, <laughs> but like, uh, I like, uh, I actually love whenever uh they're getting away on Cantobite on those like creatures it's yeah. like a beautiful scene i love the southern alien that's like i told, I told them, them they not- can't park their transport <laughs> on the beach but they went ahead and did it anyway um like i actually like a lot of the Cantobite stuff yeah, that's um, funny don't love little moments of it um or just necessarily i don't love how many humans and it doesn't feel like another world necessarily mm-hmm. yeah. um I think those are my main complaints, though. Yeah. The rest of the movie, I really do just truly enjoy. It's um, fantastic, man. And and again, Ryan Johnson is a heck of a director. Dude, like, yeah, the way that he like brings all three stories to a head mm-hmm. at the same time, it's just perfect. It it's really is beautiful. Yeah, and and the Im- the imagery in this movie. And, and like the when, throne room, and the... and when Luke is discussing like like the when he's talking about the Force to Ray, and it's showing all and like she's meditating and stuff. Oh my! And it's God. showing all those little clips the of like the time lapse stuff, and like this movie is beautiful. Like yeah. you can hate on it all you want, but you cannot deny that it's one of the most beautiful Star yeah. Wars movies. Yeah. So okay, so Last Jedi is both of our number one. We could probably talk about it. Well, I'm sure we'll have a Last Jedi discussion sometime. Um, but y'all. I want to look at uh, Ben. Why don't you pull it up too on your yeah. Facebook so we can go back and forth a little bit? We're going to read some of y'all's uh, comments on this because, like I said, we posted. That was fun, by the way. That was really fun. I loved that discussion. I, I'm yeah. really glad our list ended up being at least some somewhat different. Two spots were different. Yeah, I I was getting worried a little bit, um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed that. I posted the other day. Let's see here. Here we go. Found it. Mm-hmm. So I posted the other day what you guys, how you guys would rank them. And uh, we're going to read some of these. Um, we're not going to read all the comments or anything, but we're going to read, um, you know, y'all's names and the uh, the ranking that y'all did. And include you guys in on this because, like we said, we want y'all to be – we want this to be a community. And this is the first time we're actually able to really do something where we can do this. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, let's start with uh, – I'll start first. We will go with um, we'll go with Josh Mesker first. Josh Mesker, by the way, um, he runs a super cool Star Wars group called Outer Rim. Yeah. Uh, at least he's one of the people who runs it. And uh, mm-hmm. Josh, shout out to you and Outer Rim. You guys go join that because it's it's a really cool, positive, um, Last Jedi friendly. Uh, group <laughs> so thank god um so yeah. go join it and it's a really it really is a positive place to be a star wars fan so it's mm-hmm. not it's not toxic at all and that's why they created it so um go join that but josh did let's see and i wonder how many of these are going to be similar to ours um josh number one the last jedi number two the force awakens number three solo number four rogue one number five rise of skywalker hmm Cool list. I like it. I like yeah. it. I think uh, I love the solo love. Yeah. 
I love the solo. Yeah, though. and we did notice some of these have the so have solo higher than we kind of I would have thought. Yeah, which is cool. I would say, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't put it above Rogue One, but I Definitely I love not. seeing people who love solo like that makes yeah. me really happy because i do think it gets way too bad mm-hmm. of a bad rap i agree um i did want to read um i want to read scott's scott fakely's okay scotty fakely <laughs> um love him uh he has a podcast yeah yeah uh because the world needs you that's what it's called yeah because, because the, the world, world needs you. you go listen and subscribe dude scott mm-hmm. has a lot of good things to say really great really you everybody needs to hear it so go ahead uh his was the last jedi because of the depths of ideas same reason i yep. guess for us uh the rise of skywalker at number two um he said just a ton of fun basically solo at number three again actually Ooh. more solo love um rogue one at number four and force awakens at number five he said it gets last because He's one of those people that felt like this film was a little too, yeah, too mm-hmm. on the nose and mirroring New Hope. Yeah. It's fair. Yep. Totally fair. Um, Andrew Holland. Um, number one, Rogue One. Some Rogue One love. Mm-hmm. Good. Number two, Force Awakens. Number three, Rise of Skywalker. Number four, The Last Jedi. Number five, Solo. Yeah. That's, um, that's actually that's a, what I expected more of these lists to look like. Yeah, me too. Um, there's a lot of lists on here, actually, way more than I thought. That <laughs> oh, <have> boy. <laughs> the Last Jedi at the top. Oh, that had The Last Jedi at the top. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd say most of these lists have Last Jedi as their number one. Guys, I'm proud of you, and I'm proud of me. I'm proud of... <laughs> I'm so... I'm ben like, is so happy. I have had so many, like times where i had to just turn off the internet basically (laughs) because people were making me mad um drew miller says i want to rake them or to rank them but i love them all and then he posted a gif that says i know what i have to do but i don't know if i have the strength to do it (laughs) that's good (laughs) it's kylo yeah uh i just wanted to give that a shout out yeah Uh, you want to read chuck yeah chuck yeah he, he put rogue one at number one as well Chuck Jeff Coates, everybody. Yes. Um, he put Rogue One at number one, The Force Awakens at number two, uh, Solo at number three. More Solo love. Mm-hmm. Um, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, but he said Rise of Walker. <laughs> Rise of Walker, <laughs> Texas Ranger. <laughs> um, and the, the Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drew that's, Mason. That's sad. Yeah. But I understand. Uh, yeah. A lot of people still hate it. I understand. A lot of people still hate it. Drew Mason, The Last Jedi, Deep, Rogue <laughs> yes. One, How It Goes Directly Into A New Hope, Force Awakens, Strange But Familiar, The Rise of Skywalker, Fun and I Didn't Fall Asleep During the First Screening, Ha, and Solo, Take Can Take or Leave But It's Funny. That's actually the exact order of mine. Oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> that's my that's my order yeah oh yeah you're right um that was almost my order mm-hmm. almost my order yeah michael moorhead ah uh, our friend yes uh he did the rise of skywalker force awakens and then rogue one he said these three can move spots any given day mm-hmm. and then the last jedi and then solo yeah M- not a fan of the last jedi michael isn't <laughs> yeah I, I get that from a lot of his posts yeah um uh, i would love to have him on and talk about the yeah. last jedi with you you <laughs> it's gonna be fun <laughs> <Right>. um 
you, Michael, the first one to have um, Rise of Skywalker at the top. Yeah. Right there in this one, at least. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you want to read it? Yeah. I'm going to read it just because it's here. Ryan Landry. Dude. Okay. <laughs> Number five. The Last Jedi. Number five. The Force Awakens. Number five. The Rise of Skywalker. Number five. Rogue One. Number five. Solo. And then he put four, three, two, one is not available. Yeah. Uh, so someone doesn't like the Disney era Star Wars. That's okay. We still love you. Mm-hmm. Um, Brent Burroughs. Yeah. Yeah. He did Rogue One as number one. The Force Awakens at number two. Rise of Skywalker at number three. Solo at number four. And Last Jedi. Again, Yep. Last Jedi getting the last place and yep. Rogue One getting one. And there are also a lot on here that put Rogue One at number yeah. one. Yeah, and I love that. I, I love the too. Rogue One love here. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like people either have Last Jedi first or last. <laughs> so divisive. Again, it's so divisive. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Okay, so here we go. Last one. Levi Walker Gilbert. Sorry. Sorry, Levi. I know your name's Levi Gilbert. <laughs> uh Okay, number one, The Last Jedi. Number two, Rise of Skywalker. Number three, The Force Awakens. Number four, Rogue One. Number five, Solo. And that is honestly a pretty cool list. I like that yeah. list. That's a... I like that there's um, there's a decent bit of diversity, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah, um, no, there was not one list that was the same. Yeah, the only, I think one of the only things I didn't see was Solo in, like, number one. Yeah. You know? I, is, I don't know if I've ever seen that. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. But I was, I was genuinely shocked by these responses. I thought it was going to be a lot of Last Jedi and Solo hate, and yeah. I was... Very pleasantly surprised I was to too. see more like-minded people. Um, not that I want people to always agree with me. It was just refreshing because I'm so used to so much hate for both yeah. of those movies. And it was great to see love for them. So. Yeah. This was a fun one. I really had to think about this um, when I was prepping for it. But um, I think, you know, like we said, this could change tomorrow. <laughs> right. It really could change tomorrow. But um, what I love about it is just thinking, you know what? I've really enjoyed the Disney era more than, you know, is led on sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's easy to get frustrated sometimes with the direction of certain things in yeah. Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy. Um, but, I mean, when in reality, like, we've gotten some fun Star Wars. Yeah. We really have. At least that's my opinion. Um, and I'm excited to see what we have next. I really am. I, yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic about some things. Mm-hmm. Um They've proven to do something that I absolutely love is Rogue One and um, and then The Last Jedi I love and then Mandalorian. We know yeah. we love that. Um, they've proven they can do stuff that is different mm-hmm. and step out into something new and fresh. Yeah. I want to keep seeing new and fresh. I want to keep seeing things that we – I want to keep getting challenged, you know. Mm-hmm. So any last thoughts on – what we're, you know, what we've been talking about tonight. I think that I, I, I loved this. I, I think this it's really fun. fun to like look back on the Disney era of what we have so far, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of just like, I don't know. I, I think that it's easy to get wrapped up in all the negativity that's out there right now with Disney and stuff, but some really great stuff has come out of it. And I've, I love that we're getting more star Wars. Um, 
I do I wish that maybe George Lucas was like more heavily involved in it and everything? Absolutely. Um, I think that there would have been a lot more new ideas and stuff uh, brought to the table. Whether you like them or not, I think it would have been very Star Wars and what he intended. Um, yeah, I agree. But for what we got, I think a lot of it's really, really great. Yep. So loved yep. it. Me too, man. All right. Ben, would you like to tell everyone where they can find us on social media? Absolutely. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Point of View Pod. Um, you can join the Facebook group and possibly get, you know, stuff right on the show. Yeah. Um, it's been really fun to interact with you on the Facebook group. So, yeah, yeah it it's, it's a certain point of view podcast discussion group. And you can email us at povpodcast2 at gmail.com. Yeah, and guys, seriously, we want we want your feedback. We want your participation in this stuff. Like Ben said, we will we will be able to read your uh, responses on the air as you would, or mm-hmm. air as you will, as you are, as you, you know, as you is were. <laughs> we might be able to uh, read your responses on the show, and it's gonna be it's it's gonna be more fun when we have everybody involved. Yeah. in the community. So. Um, yeah, and please don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and mm-hmm. and leave a fee- leave a leave a review because we really that really helps us out a lot. Yeah, so it really does. Yeah, so Ben, you good? I'm good. All right. So this has been a certain point of view. May the force be with you always. Always.